Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of Movies, colon, they're pretty good. Uh, back for another Oscar watch update. Um, seen a couple movies since the last episode. Uh, not uh, Haven't finished the Best Picture list yet, but I did see two more Best Picture nominees. Um, so uh, starting with that, uh, let's just get that out of the way. Um, I was able to see women talking in the theater and I watched all quiet on the Western front on Netflix. So, um, to update my list, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any of them in the top, you know, uh, I would say it's still everything everywhere all at once. Then Top Gun, then Banshees, then Avatar, uh, then Women Talking, then All Quiet on the Western Front, and then Elvis. And then, yeah, so that's that for now. Uh, Other than that, like, nothing's really changed. It's just the two new ones I saw went between... Avatar and Elvis. That's it. Yeah, no, nothing too exciting there. But um, just to share my thoughts on those, uh, I thought that uh, women talking uh, at first, it, I was expecting it to be a little different. I think, like just the structure of the film. Uh, I feel, and I haven't, I you know, I haven't even looked into this. Uh, it felt very play-like, and maybe it is based on a play. Uh, I'll, if it is, I will try to look that up before the next uh, bonus episode and share that information. But um, because it's uh, very long scenes, probably about like three very long scenes with a few other short scenes in between. Um, but it it was a very good movie. And like, uh, at first I was like, I'm not sure if I am enjoying it, but then, uh, I was talking about it with my fiance after the movie. Uh, and then I just couldn't stop raving about it. Like, I was just like, okay, maybe I did like really like this movie. Um, I would still put it like in that spot where I have it, but it's, it's great. I loved it. Like it was really good, and I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. I think that's a good sign that, and you know, maybe uh, I don't don't think it'll be on streaming before the ceremony, but sometime in in the future, I do plan on giving it another shot and everything. And you know, maybe my views on it will change. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie, I do recommend it. Uh, and then as for All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, I uh, enjoyed that one as well. Um, it felt kind of long in some parts. Um, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset when I was watching it, but I did enjoy, like, enjoyed what I saw. And, you know, it's a, it's a typical war movie. Um, so like, it kind of have to be in the right mood for that. Uh, but it it was good. Yeah, I liked I liked the 
I liked how it showed this, uh, like these young boys, uh, all excited to join up and everything like that. And just like having no idea what they're getting themselves into and just seeing how that, how they're affected over time and everything like that. And then just also, it's just nice to see there's not a lot of world war one movies or like that take place during that time. Uh, so it's it's always interesting to see another one, and I I I do highly recommend the original uh, All Quiet on the Western Front from the 30s. I think that was the second Best Picture winner, if I'm remembering correctly. But that's also a very good movie. Um, but yeah, that one's good. That one's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, just give it a shot. It's good. Uh, it's in in German. Uh, is the native language for that film. Uh, it. I think it's Germany's uh, submission for international film as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's it for updates on Best Picture. Uh, best Actor has stayed the same, but I am, as of this recording, I have a ticket to see The Whale tomorrow. So... Next week, I'll update you on that. Uh, best Actress. This do, I do have an update on this. I uh, watched the film Blonde on Netflix. And I got to say, I was very... I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Because it got obviously got a lot of buzz before it was released and everything. Everyone was like, oh, like there's this Marilyn Monroe biopic coming out. And like, that's a big deal in and of itself. Um, then the casting was a big deal. And then when it was announced that it was going to have an NC 17 rating, that was a big deal and all these things. And then it came out and then it seemed like everybody hated it. And I was just like, okay, like then like my interest in wanting to see it just basically vanished at that point. And then like, I was surprised uh, because I, I did like none. Of, there was no indication that like it was going to get nominated for anything like prior to it, and then out of nowhere, Anna de Armas is nominated for Best Actress. I was like, okay, well, you know, now I'll give it a shot. And you know, maybe it was just that my expectations were so low, but I I really like was pleasantly surprised, and that like. Pleasantly is not the right word. I was just surprised that it was a better movie than I thought it was going to be because there was not a lot pleasant about that film. It is very dark. It is extremely dark, extremely depressing. Uh, probably will not ever watch it again. It was just a bummer through and through, but her performance was incredible. And so it is just like at this point and because I really do want uh, Michelle Yeoh to take it, but I won't be upset if Ana de Armas gets it. Uh, so yeah, right now I would say they're neck and neck. Like I would give a slight edge to Michelle Yeoh for everything ever well at once, but Hey, like Ana de Armas, she deserves to be in this category. All right. Moving on, uh, no change to supporting actor or no updates. 
No updates in supporting actress. No director updates. Uh, no screenplay updates. Uh, adapt or no original screenplay updates. Uh, adapted screenplay. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front was in there, and so was Women Talking. So now we got a little more to talk about with this category. Uh, I would say I'd give it to Women Talking on this one. Um, I, that's now my new lead for this category, uh, because Top Gun was great, you know, but you're not really going to Top Gun for the writing. You're going for the cinematography, the action and all that type of stuff. Um, and it's, it's well written. It was good. It was a good story. And they took this like 30 plus year old property and like made it relevant again and everyone loved it. So they did a good job with that. Um, but uh, I'm not. I'm not going to put my money on it. The writing being what brought everybody there, you know, um, as for women talking, it was very well written. It was just a very compelling story. I was glued to the screen the whole time and I was in the theater. So, you know, can't help but be glued to the screen and that does help. Um, I'd love to be able to see all of these films in the theater, but it's just not, possible these days with so many of them um but yeah uh i'd I'd give that the lead um then probably top gun then all quiet on the western front then glass onion uh i don't know yeah but to be honest like i'm not gonna be sad if any of those like I'm not going to be upset by any of those winning. Um, still haven't seen living yet. So come back to that. If I do get a chance to see it, uh, cinematography. Um, so now it's basically all quiet versus Elvis. I'm going to give it to all quiet on the Western front. Uh, I liked the look of it a little better than Elvis. Elvis did look good, but, um, I don't know. I think I'm just a sucker for those, like big sweeping shots and everything like that, that all quiet on the Western front had. So yeah, not much to add on that. Um, but yeah, it, it looked great. It was a great looking movie. Um, moving on, no change in film editing or no updates. Uh, production design. So now the only one I haven't seen in this category is the Fablemans. Um, pretty sure I gave it to Babylon. I'm going to keep that as my number one pick. But good production design on All Quiet and good production design on Elvis. And then, like I said, with Avatar, it's a lot of screens. So it's a lot of CG. So not too keen on that winning, but we'll see. Now here... Now I've seen all of the best achievement in costume design because I watched Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. It was streaming on Peacock. And I got to say that it might be like the biggest surprise of all of them. I was just like, Oh, you know, like 
that's nominated, I'll throw it on in the background, like while I was going to do some other things. And wow, like that, that I had to like put my, I had to pause it so I could finish the work I was doing and then come back to it with like my full attention because this movie was great. It was just so like, I was just smiling from ear to ear. Just, it was so delightful, charming, uh, just fun, cute movie. I loved it. Um, yeah. Just uh, highly recommend that one if you get a chance to see it. Um, the costumes were great. Uh, Leslie Manville's great. I love. Uh, I loved her in um, Phantom Thread. She was great in that, and so I was excited to see her in this. And she she did such a good job. Great movie. Um, as for the costumes, it's it's very well costumed. Uh, but I think I still like uh everything everywhere all at once a little more but because mrs harris goes to paris just standard period piece costumes and stuff like that um but it's great and wouldn't be upset if it won i think all of these are well deserved in the costume design category so if any of them takes it great um best sound also seen all of these now uh hmm all quiet on the western front sounded really good they did a good job with that i mean honestly any of these can take it and it's good um achieving the makeup uh no change uh, All Quiet was nominated for that, and I mean, it looked good, but nothing, just some like mud and blood caked on the face and everything like that. Nothing, still going to give it to um, the Batman for the, the penguin look on uh, Colin Farrell. Achievement. In music written for motion picture, original score. Now... I have an update for this. Well, I think I'm still going to keep it where I have it for Babylon. But the thing is, like, so All Quiet on the Western Front was nominated. But, and the score stuck out, but it was also just because it felt different to me. It just felt too modern, in my opinion, for a, like, 19... A movie that's taking place in 1918 with a lot of drums and guitar, but I don't know. But it like it fit, but it didn't, in my opinion. So I'm just kind of on the fence on that. Maybe I'll give it a little more thought, and maybe my thoughts will change on that uh, next week. But as of now, I'm I'm not loving the score on All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Moving on, uh, no updates on original song, uh, visual effects, um, they were good and, uh, all quiet on the Western front because like I said before, uh, I had seen the, like a side by side, uh, photos of like a before and after for the visual effects on all quiet on the western front and gotta see seeing seeing the final product 
it felt seamless to me. There wasn't any time like where I was like, oh, like all the stuff in the background, CG, it looks fake or anything like that. So maybe that makes it better than the other ones. But Top Gun was great, too. That was also pretty seamless. And I can't think of anything in the Batman that seemed like overly fake looking like I could with Avatar and Black Panther. Um, so yeah, like any of those win, I'm not going to be mad, but I think the Avatar and Black Panther deserve it a little bit less in my opinion. Um, documentary feature, no updates there. Uh, animated feature film. I did watch the Sea Beast, and I fell asleep. Um, so I can't give it like a full opinion. But I also gotta say that that's not looking too good. I'm still gonna go with Turning Red as of now. Um, but I'll update as I see the other ones. Uh, animated short film. That's staying the same. Uh, best live action short film. I saw Les Pupilles. Um, I just couldn't get into it, but maybe that was another like wrong place, wrong mindset, wrong time, and everything like that. So, like, luckily, that's a very short one. That was only like 38 minutes long. So, maybe yeah, that one, uh, if any, like, I can give that one another shot. Maybe, maybe I can get like a, uh, showing at the theater that shows like all of the live action shorts together and maybe in the movie theater i'll be a little more susceptible to it if that makes sense um documentary shorts uh i saw the martha mitchell effect um and that one was interesting that's a it's a lot of stuff i didn't know um always interested to hear some random U.S. history that I didn't know, and it's just like more uh, Watergate stuff. Um, it's the she was married to ah, I forget he was like he was married to someone in the Nick. She was married to someone in the Nixon administration, um, and basically like was part like she like always spoke her mind like she was against the war and everything like that so they like kind of tried to shut her up a bunch of times and then the uh her husband resigned um and just to like keep her out of the basically to keep nixon safe and her out of the public eye and everything like that and try to have her institutionalized and like all this shitty things and then like she gets they get divorced and everything and then but it's you know it's just it's sad and interesting and it's worth a shot it's the short documentary so it's you know it's not going to take too much of your time so i'd check it out if you haven't got a chance yet um and then just by default for best international film the only one i've seen so far is all quiet on the western front so i have no choice but to make that my pick but it was good so hey um it's up to these other ones to be better than it um so yeah that's uh that's all of the updates i have for this week um like i said uh planning on seeing the whale tomorrow um 
and try to get the Fablemans in there. Uh, Tar with uh, Kate Blanchett is on Peacock. Um, that just got added to there, so should be watching that one within a few days. Um, and I'm, uh, I started the uh, Elephant Whisperer, another documentary short. Um, that's on Netflix as well. Uh, so yeah, um, planning on finishing that one here pretty soon. Um, oh yeah. And then what was interesting this last week was, I guess they did, the Academy did some investigation into, uh, uh, what's her name? The one who's nominated for to Leslie. Hold on. I'm scrolling on my phone. Um, oh yeah. Andrea Riseborough. Uh, so they did some investigation into the, uh, campaign tactics or something like that to see, because basically, um, it's just like a lot of like word of mouth got her like the attention, like there wasn't like a paid, uh, for your consideration campaign or something like that. Like there usually is. Um, so it's like, (laughs) it's kind of funny. It's like, it makes like it's got to make her feel bad to be like oh like it's such a surprise that i'm nominated that they have to do a full investigation like that's how i'd be feeling if i was her and then it looks bad on the academy to be like oh someone's not paying millions of dollars to uh get nominated there must be something wrong like she's getting she's getting nominated on merit alone and not uh a multi-million dollar campaign of billboards and like a giant 300 foot uh banner on sunset boulevard hanging off a hotel you know so it's like the academy is a mess like we all know that it's they've been a mess for a long time they're gonna continue to be a mess for a long time uh i'm still obsessed with the oscars despite all of that i would love to be able to vote in them one day um i don't know how or what capacity but it just that would be great that would be amazing um but we all know that they i don't there's a lot of these very old people that are out of touch Um, and it's just always going to be like that, I think, because you get added in and then you age and your opinions don't align and then you vote green book for best picture, you know? So that's, it's, it's going to always happen. They're going to get it right sometimes and they'll continue to get it wrong. Unfortunately, that's just the way that it goes, you know, but Hey, um, Thank you for listening this week. Uh, I hope everyone's having a great week. I hope people are like trying to watch the nominees or what have you. Maybe you're going off my recommendations. Maybe you're thinking that I have no idea what I'm talking about. And then you're just doing the exact opposite of what I'm saying. So, and Hey, if that's, if that's the case, then more power to you. You know, I, all press is good press, I guess, you know, (laughs) but, um, yeah, like I said, thanks for listening. Um, I'll get back to you guys next week on Thursday with another update. And I hope everyone's having a great February. And see you next week. Thanks. Bye.